hungry bee Confusing every pirate I see Actually I'm following local security I got my ship kit And my lasers colored Got my ship skin And top gun glasses on I'm the biggest killer you'll meet But you'll never see me Cause I play in solo This is Elite Week, episode 13, Galactic Water Cooler, episode 2. I've got in with me, this is today, sorry, May the 30th, Saturday. I have in with me in the studio today, Commander Roy Cookson. Say hello, Roy. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi. And we have Commander uh, Fee also with us. Hello, everyone. Greatest of good evenings. Yes, yes. All right, so just double check real quick for me because I don't want to. <laughs> the sound is good. You're, it's still coming in good. It's not like it went for five seconds and yep. then dumped. I can uh, I can hear myself and you and everybody else. Beautiful. Five by five. All right. 
We have got a packed show today. Today, as I said, is Saturday, and oh my God, has there been some stuff going on. So let's start with SpaceX and the NASA launch, Dragon, Falcon 9 Heavy, yada, yada, heavy. yada. It, it's been, it is, it has been a day, man, huh? Thank God it worked. Yes, yes. Everybody had fingers and toes and every other appendage crossed, and it worked. Everything, everything worked. Everything did what it was supposed to do, which is like, whew, that's good news. Um, we were just talking about this before we started the show, and, you know, we were, I, I literally, I made the point, it's, you could do 50 launches of like, okay, this is a satellite, this is a test system, this is a rover, this is a whatever, and it just doesn't have that same feel as when there's actual humans in the rocket. When you have actual humans strapped in, it's, you you watch and you hold your breath and you're like, you know, please God, let this work, let this be okay. And yeah absolutely so let's start with roy roy tell me all of everything your experience with this and 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 you know your thoughts from today and and all of that and then we'll bring in fee and go over and yeah. well okay i i mean like i suspect uh, i mean i know both of you and i suspect most of our audience has i've watched hours and hours of you know over my life historical footage of mm -hmm. of the space program and um i've watched a lot of shuttle launches and landings including the, the two tragedies and mm. uh and several of the previous SpaceX launches. And to be honest, I was, uh, you know, watching a lot of the previous SpaceX launches, the one where they landed the two boosters at once. That was freaking awesome. Uh, some of the more, uh, the other ones, I, I, feel, I felt like I was getting a bit jaded on the thing, you know. And the thing that really grabbed me today watching that rocket take off is just how, how much emotional impact it was for me. Like, I, as soon as that thing started to lift off, my heart was in my throat and I'm, I'm i'm saying to myself like don't blow up don't blow up don't like i was back in 1986 honestly mm -hmm. uh just like pr praying and hoping that that thing made it to orbit and like reliving some kind of trauma and it like totally took me by surprise mm -hmm. and i've been i've been glued to the coverage ever since so, yeah man a hundred percent a hundred percent uh fee yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with Roy in this one. You know, 1986 and and you know with the Challenger and and Columbia after, I I, I watched both of those live and and you know that there is definitely some sort of trauma uh, associated with that and 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 watching the launch today and and every other launch like Roy mentions uh, when they can get the the boosters back onto the landing pad uh, on on the ship drone. You know, it, it's 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 always a moving experience for me and and, and I don't know exactly why. Um, I really haven't figured that out, but but you know it, whether it's the engineering that it takes or or the people that are sitting in those rooms uh, working on this, I, I I really don't know. But but the appreciation for the amount of work that goes into to getting those um, rockets off the ground and into space and and back to the ground again and and like you said, Kai, landing pad, uh, now having uh, on, having on two humans drone, you know, it, it's, um, involved it's, in that it's process. Is is fantastic, you know. It, it's mm. it's it's a uh, it, it's just a, it's an amazing experience. It's something that, that I that I don't think enough people still appreciate. 
Um, and I think we, we um, need to appreciate that because, again, from an engineering perspective, th there is a, a, an unbelievable amount of work mm -hmm. um, that, that takes to, to, to get um, that kind of thing to be successful. And, and unfortunately, we have to learn from our mistakes. And those mistakes, again, we, we've, we've um, had to experience as, as a um, as a group. And, and, and I just think that, that seeing what happened today uh, at 333 Eastern time uh, was was you know unbelievable and, and I will continue to be emotionally moved by, by those events when they happen. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. And we were talking earlier, and you, you made a statement, and I I get it, I completely get it. Where you were like, man, this is a great day for America, and this, that, and the other, and and I I get your expression, and I definitely get that it's sort of it was a thing that you know we heard a lot today. There was a lot of like rah rah. This is a great day for America. There was a lot of that today in the in the coverage. And I, I made a comment to you that to me, it sort of wrangled a little bit. It, 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 it bristled a little bit at it because and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not like some flower power hippie like, yeah, man, blah, blah. like I, I, I am on Team America on Earth. In space, man, fuck the flags, fuck all, fuck the borders. We need to be on team people. We need to not litter the solar system and other solar systems that we venture into in the next couple hundred years with flags, man. We need to be team people. We need to take care of each other. When you look at this, it's like Elon Musk is, you know, some dude that's, you know, from elsewhere. A ton of the guys that were in the control room, you see, you know, a Chinese dude, an Indian dude, an African dude, a, a Swedish dude, a British dude, you know, and then right next to guys from, you know, Iowa and Ohio and, you know, Alabama and whatever. And it's like, in space, I'm just, I'm just done with the nationalistic bullshit. We have to all come together and we have to be on team people or we're fucked. Because if, if, if we don't, we're, we're just going to repeat all of sort of the problems that we encountered over the last couple of centuries. And and I, I'm just... When it, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. We got to go Team Roddenberry. Yeah, man. <laughs> One of the astronauts on the panels was commenting on an experience that they all share when they get into orbit where they... You know, he said the strength of being on the International Space Station is the diversity of it. But beyond mm -hmm. that, which that's good, you know, but it, that's words. And what he was describing is more of an emotional, psychological, almost like a switch that gets flipped where they, they get into orbit and they look back on the planet and they have this sort of experience where they realize this is this thing's a, anybody who's been, you know, exploring an elite can appreciate this. This thing is a mode of dust in the middle of. A bazillion miles of nothing and yes. we're, we're we're fighting over nothing here you can't see any of that from space you know there, there's no borders there's, <clears throat> there's there's us trying to live on this mode of dust and i guess the only thing i would look forward to is the more people you can get into space the more people are going to have that experience so it may not be so much about it you know convincing people of it it's it'll happen you get them in space and it will happen there's a there's a thing that happens when they get in space and they look back at the planet I mean, I hope so, man, because the fact of the matter is, is like, <clears throat> I don't, if you believe in God, 
then this earth is a miracle. If you don't believe in God, if you just believe in, you know, science or, or if you just believe in, you know, the universe or Gaia or whatever the hell it is you believe in, this, 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 everyone, please, if you haven't seen it, go Google it. Pause the, the podcast right now. Go Google it. Go look on YouTube and go to go to go to YouTube and just put in Carl Sagan pale blue dot. And and it's not this is not going to be an hour of your life. This is like a three minute, four minute, whatever little spoken word piece. It's almost like a poem or whatever, where he talks about this pale blue dot where, you know, everyone that you've ever known has lived on this pale blue dot. And it was a piece that he did that accompanied footage from Voyager that they sent back that at the time it well I mean it still is because it's continuing to to travel farther and farther out but at the time it was literally the farthest from our earth that we had ever been and well if you want if you want an elite tie in the pilot did yes he uh, did a pale blue dot uh mm-hmm. it was the know, same it was the same homage. yeah no it was and, the and same it was the exact same so words he just you did can, it you, you can yeah you can listen to it with some elite uh imagery in the background too just throwing that out there yeah uh listen to them both because uh, the pilots is amazing but there's uh, with with all due respect there's you can't beat Carl Sagan's cuz Carl Sagan's it literally gives you the where what what where the pale blue dot concept came from because they had mm-hmm. a, a it was a it was footage i think it had just rounded voyager. saturn voyager yeah. had just rounded saturn and it turned back to take one last shot of earth before it would lose the ability to pick up earth in in, yeah. in any resolution that you would see and it was a pale blue dot it was literally on this picture they had to like enhance and zoom in and enhance yeah. like eight times it, it just to be like able a piece to see of it. dust in a sunbeam yes and and oh my god that's it's just so beautiful but it's like we need to get to that point i was just saying earlier that it's like we there there's a line from the expanse that has stuck with me that i, I i've so very very much liked where um there's a guy who's you know whatever and this is not a spoiler you can hear this it's not whatever he he literally makes the line he says you know earthers look at a thing and can't help but immediately wonder who owns that and then they want to take it they want to make it theirs he's like but we belters know the truth the more you share the more your bowl will be full and while i'm not a hippie flower power type dude in general when it comes to to space i i really feel that way of like we have to be in it for all of us uh, I, I i i feel that in order for us to not make the mistakes we've made in the past for us in order for us to make meaningful progress in a journey today has to be looked at as a triumph for africa as a triumph for for South America, as a triumph for you know New Zealand and 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 everywhere, not just a triumph for America. All of yeah, these I, things have to be. We have to get on the mindset of team people and stop with this petty bullshit already when it comes to space. Yeah, I, you know, I I think Kai, what you're saying, and and really, if you think about it within the context of space and and the planet Earth, is the country of the United States of America or the country of Canada or the country of Bulgaria or the country of whatever doesn't amount for shit when you step outside of the atmosphere of the planet Earth Mm -hmm. because 
nobody gives a shit about that. So at, at that point, we really just have to be and and you know now now my my brain has immediately gone to that scene in in uh um independence day where everybody has put aside their their uh you know petty nationalistic uh ideals and Mm -hmm. and they're all working together to to get rid of the alien scourge from planet earth i mean that that's really what you're talking about you you are being uh, the 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 president from from Independence Day and basically saying we need to put aside all of this and and unite and and that's really what what matters here is is when once you get outside of the atmosphere and you are in space and 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 Earth is nothing but a pale blue dot it it does none of that matters anymore all all that matters is is we as a human race Homo sapiens or whatever you want to call us are are working together to um really just uh i I don't want to say define our presence but but basically just you know uh, establish that that we are this thing that has come we are these monkeys that have come off of this um earth-like world um and and uh we are now exploring the entire universe and and here we are and and you know we are no different than than anybody else that's out there and and you know this is what we've done we have now gotten to the point as a race where we can now um as monkeys uh get off the planet and and now explore uh the the solar system and and perhaps the entire universe beyond um as as that unified race yeah and and it's so funny because part of all of this experience of today of watching all of the coverage of the NASA SpaceX launch was juxtaposed over yesterday and today of of the experience of me watching uh, Space Force which just dropped on Netflix the other day, the Steve Carell uh, John Malkovich uh, there's what is it, Jason Yang uh, or Jimmy Yang rather? Uh, so many, uh, so many great, great people are in that. Lisa Kudrow and and uh, the one, the the kid, the daughter. I've seen her in other stuff. I don't know, but like it, it, everybody in that is 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 just great. And I love Putty as the uh, as the uh, commandant of the Marine Corps. Is uh, he is uh, amazing. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of big names in that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's funny because I, I really feel like the the whole point of Space Force, part of it is we're going to give you cheap laughs. We're going to give you comedy. haha, have fun with it. It's the office in space. But part of it, I really think, is aimed at what I was, what we were just saying of like, man, we need to ditch, ditch this petty shit and like get on the idea of team people because like I, I really think they were making the point with that that it's like yeah we need to we need to leave that behind that needs to be a relic of the past and we need to embrace each other embrace humanity and and move forward in in, in the right spirit and so if you have not seen it yet all of you elite heads out there I know you got access to Netflix somehow some way you get to your, your brother's cousin, whatever. Get out there and, and and check it out because it's 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 fucking hilarious, man. What you guys thoughts on Space Force? I know you guys are all watching it. You're in the middle of it. 
Oh, yeah, well, move I, four oh, episodes I should say, in. I should say, sorry, sorry. Let me say this real carefully because I, I was careful, and I know you guys will as well. But I don't want anybody to be like, ah, I'm not listening. Look, we're not going to say any spoilers, man. We're not. This, this isn't about that. We're, we're just generally talking. Go for it. Uh, I, I would say it, it was uncanny. I just started watching it this week. I've only watched a couple episodes, but mm-hmm. it was uncanny how um, some of the things that unfolded were tracking with the real life uh, <laughs> scrub and then launched this weekend. Mm. And the other thing that, that kind of occurred to me was um, the th- <laughs> I think one of the reasons, one of many reasons why the launch today was so amazing is we could really use some positive information right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and um, the thing that in a, in a parallel universe kind of way, it's it's like when I was watching Space Force, I was almost, I was almost getting sort of the same feelies from that, hmm. um, even though even though it was not real. Um, and uh, I, I could see where that show may have started out as a comedy, but at the same time, it's digging into some things that are... Um, really unpacking some stuff for people mm-hmm. that, that are have been waiting for space exploration to happen and and so it's an interesting i don't know i just found myself really going back and forth watching that show between like uh wow that's hilarious and like guys kind of dusty in here isn't it you know like <laughs> i it, it was it was it was interesting i mean i'm totally watching that it's um I think it's I think it's well written and, and uh, I don't know I've seen some bad reviews and stuff I don't think they're getting the point but it's uh, for, for someone who uh, I uh, you know I was I was born right about the time when the Apollo missions sort of stopped happening and I can remember growing up and and going past all these anniversaries of well it's been ten years since we've been to the moon twenty years thirty years forty years hmm. coming up on fifty and I mean maybe just to harken back to the tie these two together the previous conversation i mean i was today i i was almost thinking to myself after watching all these speeches and watching especially elon talk about humanity becoming a multi-planetary species i kind of caught myself thinking like is 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 this really happening now i i mean i don't mean the launch i mean like this whole thing of we've been so focused as a other thing yeah we put the iss up and we've done the missions to it but we certainly didn't vigor we had in the Mm. in the 60s around space exploration I, I, is this actually the and you you know alluded to these other um, in the previous conversation we had all these other missions coming up to Mars right it, are we actually now on the front edge of this whole thing picking up again like can I prim- can I permit myself to be hopeful about that it was kind of how I was thinking and and space force in a, in a weird kind of way was was uh, touching on those same those same themes like are we are we actually doing this now that would that would be awesome i've been i've been you know jaded about this whole thing for the past 30 years and Mm. and and getting my fulfillment in that space through space games are we actually doing this now that would be awesome yeah man a hundred percent i think i think we are i think we are coming off of a very severe stutter step that has put us out of the game for a long while and I think we are now at the point where yes I think we're we're this is this is the moment where we regain our footing and from here on I feel like it's going to be a fairly steady you know 
progression we're, 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 we're going. And of course, we're going to have challenges. Of course, we're going to have failures. We're going to have tragedies. We're going to have amazing successes. We're going to have uh, new shit that is awesome and horrible that we didn't even know to think about now. All of that's coming. But we have to keep moving forward because it's just... You know, it, it, it's just it just has to happen. So there's going to be space bugs. There. Wait for it. It's yes. going to happen. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure, man. Um, so let me make sure uh, Chig is going to be joining us in a minute. He's going to pop in to say hi. I really wanted to show him the love because I've had people. I can't tell you how many people have come behind the scenes to be like, "Oh, but what really happened with the uh, with the." Uh, um, <laughs> loose screws and oh you must hate Chig because he replaced you let me let me let you guys in on a little secret Chig came to me when it, he was offered the gig to, to, to fill that chair in loose screws and he said flat out your friendship means a lot to me and I'm not going to do it if this is going to be a problem and I told yeah. him the, the real truth like, because I, I don't talk to people about everything. Like, what's what's private doesn't need to be aired. But I told him 100% top to bottom what happened, what, what, what went down. And then I said, man, you need to be aware of this, this, and this. But if it's for, for the purpose of me, like, saying, oh, I have a problem with this, or I'm awesome with it, or I like it, I don't like it, whatever... Dude, I 100% endorse, like, I think you'd be great. I think it would be amazing. And so you should definitely, definitely do it if you want to do it. And so, yeah. But I just want to, when he, when he pops over, I want to pull him in here and just show the love for a minute. And, and, and Yeah, but if he's him. just going to talk about, you know, cheese, cheese then, you know, I mean, we, we can only tolerate so much of that. We'll tell him there's I a cheese not. moratorium. I can totally corroborate that guy. He was he was sharing the same thing with uh, with some of us in one of the Discord channels. Yeah, man. Uh, I think it was a little while ago. So yeah. And and I mean that with with one hundred percent love. It, yeah. It, it, I like cheese. Chick, yeah, <laughs> I, I love cheese. Unfortunately, I have a cholesterol problem, and I can't love cheese as much as, as I'd like to. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So so yeah, I mean you know, Kai, going back to to the original topic of conversation, SpaceX. And and now space force, it, it there there is an uncanny parallel there. Um, I I, th I think tying the two together and and seeing um, reality versus fiction, uh, and and seeing the commonalities there is is uh, refreshing. I, I think those of us that have watched you know uh, a few episodes of space force and and now seeing what has happened today was with uh, SpaceX getting Dragon and, and, and Falcon up into space and back down again. Uh, you know, it, it's it, 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 it's good to see, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call it a unified front, but it, it, it's good to see um, something else to, to think about and something else for us all to stand behind that, that is not uh, this COVID-19 bullshit that we've been dealing with for, for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Here, here. Wow. Okay. I just got I just got a message with a tweet from Canon. I'm going to retweet this. Uh, retweet yeah, with I'm, a comment. I just saw you dragging on there. What's this? Yeah, I'm seeing you share share something on the screen. Yeah. No. Uh, I, what, what you I, got going on? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I meant to. That wasn't by accident. Um, 
Let's see. I'm just going to retweet this with a heart. Did I say it wrong? Did I spell it wrong? Oh my God. Tell me I didn't just spell it wrong. Did I just, did the autocorrect just correct it to Canon with the one N? Oh Jesus. Mm. Notifications. Hold on. I got to see my tweet. I will kill that tweet if I, if the autocorrect misspelled Canon. That is not good. Uh, where is, how does I suck at tweeting? Home? If I click on me, it'll, sh there you go. It'll bring up. Oh, Jesus. Edit, edit, edit. I have to kill that. It, the, the. Yeah, right. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Retweet with comment. Well, while you're doing that, uh, let me just, on uh, a more lighter note, note that uh, I was fixated on the Dragon Capsule on the launch pad mm. because it totally reminded me of uh, a Kerbal Space Program command pod with a Science Junior module under it, uh, even with three basic fins mounted at 100 degrees, 120 mm -hmm. degrees around mm -hmm. the, the module. Uh, I mean, like, I could not, it, it, that, that was stuck in my mind, like, oh my god, this this is Turbo Space Program. Yeah, that, I gotta believe the SpaceX, I gotta believe the SpaceX team has a high percentage of, of KSP fans. Like, they, that has to they, I know for a fact that they do. If you check out the Scott Manley uh, YouTube channel, he is uh, an engineer that does all kinds of news stuff on space stuff. He's worked on programs and, and done, oh. like, streams he's a, he's a minor on deity him. in the KSP world. Yes, and and he was very much one of the guys that was testing and working on uh, KSP uh, early early on, helping them out with like testing stuff and whatever, and and promotion and whatnot. And he has done stuff with SpaceX. He's done stuff with NASA. He's done stuff with the ESA. He's he's, he's all over the place. Um, but yeah, for sure, for sure. Love Kerbal, and yes, that the the Falcon on the pad was giving me Kerbal vibes. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I had the same itch. I, I wanted to go play Kerbal as I was watching them get up in this space. <clears throat> so let's move. I'm sorry, you were about to say something, Faye. I was only going to say I think we have Chig in the line as well. Chig, welcome. Good evening. Hey, I wanted to hey, bring Chig. you. I wanted to bring you on, sort of even just popping on in the middle of the episode. We, we don't care. We're relaxed around here. Uh, I told the guys, I was like, look, I've had so many people contact me and be like, hey, what's the real scoop on loose screws? And yo, you must hate Chig or blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I love Chig. Chig is one of my absolute good friends in Elite. And, and you know, yeah. So I wanted to have you on to say, number one, congratulations. You are killing it over there at Loose Screws. I, I, I just heard your episode from the other day, from Thursday, and uh, man, good stuff. It was good, good, good stuff. And uh, and just, I don't know, have you on and just just join us and shoot the shit. We're going to just talk about whatever relaxed. That works for me. I promise I won't talk about <laughs> cheese or space sex too much. So, yes. we've, we've already been talking okay. about cheese, Chick. It's we've already been talking about, about cheese. cheese. more than the other thing. It's all good. It's all good. And and you can talk about SpaceX or, or whatever you want. It's 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 all good. Um, yeah, no, if you got the questions about the whole, you know, are you and Kai friends, blah, 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 everything's fine. I wouldn't have gone on yeah. uh, loose screws without Kai's blessing, and I, I'm happy to be doing it, and... and 
I'm not trying to replace anybody and what you've got going on with Elite Week and everything else. All, you know, exciting stuff going on oh. right now, especially with the, the Project X and the wheel turning and all oh. that stuff. Shut up. You totally 100% outshine that scrub that had the seat before you. Don't even worry about it. So, let's get into the good stuff. The next thing on the agenda is the phenomenal David Braben interview from from Thursday, man. Thursday morning. That was like... Wait, was it Thursday or was it Wednesday? I forget. It's a. It's. I'm blanking now. But literally, right as it happened, I, I put it up. I threw it up in the channel. I promoted it. I, I went around telling people, um, you know, uh, that that you know, it's like, dude, check this out. It's it's weird. It's almost like someone was. Li I know that this is the kind of thing that was scheduled months in advance by PR people, but it's like someone was listening to us, Roy and and and. Uh, Fee, we were just saying in the week before in the episode, like, we need some David Braben FaceTime. We need him being excited about Elite and talking about stuff. And while this conversation, this interview, wasn't about Elite per se, it was about the greater workings of the company and whatever, Elite was discussed at, at several points. Oh, yeah. There were some nuggets in there. And it was just so great just to see him. And he was so relaxed. He was in his house. He was wearing like a Hawaiian type shirt, like like understated colors, but one of those, you know, light, light, you know, shirts. You could see the had his window cracked open and he was just relaxed and, and, and speaking so well. And it was just, you see his face light up with stuff he was really excited to talk about. And it's like, I want that guy, man. I want some FaceTime with him on Elite, on some, on the new stuff, right? What'd you guys think of it? My my first takeaway from the whole thing um, was, and, and I think I mentioned this in your Discord, was what what he mentioned in the development process and and what it takes to to put a game together um, really harkened back to to my own personal experiences as an artist and and understanding what it means when when you when you get a product to the point where it needs to be done and, and where it needs to be published and where it needs to get in front of your um, audience, where, where, where it needs to be finished. You know, as back before I was um, a computer nerd, I was, I was a painter and a, and a, and a, and a, a uh, you know, a, a, an artist overall. And, and, and really what he was speaking to was exactly that, you know, you get, to, you need to get to the point with your product where it's done and you need to push it out to your, to your audience and you need to allow them to enjoy it. And, and, uh, you know, listening to him throughout that entire interview, talk about the importance of development and the importance of the development process was was huge for me and and it was good to hear that from somebody at his level mm -hmm. you know i i uh in in my in 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 my personal life I, I i i work for a very large organization and and to hear somebody like david braben talk about something that is so very important at a lower level at a development level mm -hmm. um as being like one of the key critical pieces of of success um, being that development process was was huge for me. Right on, Roy. I I uh, when when I first heard about this interview, at first my first impression was honestly, oh god, he's going to talk about sub software pub publishing. How how dry is that going to be? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then I went and watched it, and it, yes, that definitely worth a watch. Uh, he 
it, it harkened back to the it reminded me of all the videos I'd watched of him through the Kickstarter days right like he he is a very personable whether he or others believe it or not he's a very personable speaker and and I keyed in on a few things he brought up I mean when he was talking about developers versus publishers I mean the, the key phrase he brought up was it has to be your baby Baby. Like, mm-hmm. if there was any concern that he has forgotten that Elite is his baby, like, no, Elite is his... I was watching it through that filter, like, what is he going to say that's actually going to telegraph something about this? And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really fascinating, uh, just like, like Fee was saying, some of the, the insight he gave as to how important it is for a publisher to understand developers and have lived through the experience, which is really what they're bringing at, third-party publisher is they've been in the trench and they understand what it's like to be at the front line of developing and the kind of challenges you have and um, I I thought it was really illuminating one thing he talked about where there's a a mechanism that they had to go through uh, when they were selling to other publishers where they would set these milestones and they had to do sounds like basically a dog and pony show each time they got to the, the milestone and doll up dress up whatever they had ready at that point which meant putting extra effort into cosmetics even if really what was only supposed to be ready at that point was mechanics Mm. game mechanics and so there was all this wasted effort each time they went to one of these milestones and that's a it's kind of a a thing that if you haven't gone through it you wouldn't you wouldn't get it and so there's a lot of wasted effort there and he felt guilty about for example in those situations having the people spend a lot of time on cosmetics that they knew were going to change because mechanics might evolve. And he said that one of the mistakes people make as they go through this process, if it's a publisher or a developer to a publisher, is once you start making things look nice, mm-hmm. there's less there's less incentive to tweak things that need to be tweaked. You're so married starts- to it. You're, you're afraid that right. you're going to get rid of an asset that you spent time making look good. Yeah, that that really resonated with me. He actually said that from his viewpoint, the best projects he's worked on are the ones where they specifically left it looking sort of like a work in progress because they said flat out, we're, we don't want to make it pretty until it's done. And then we're because we're not married to anything. At that point, we're agile and flexible and can cut anything if it works out better some other way. Yeah. And I, I thought that, you know, one of the things I was also looking for is what's his vision here? What is he really wanting to do? And it sounds like the vision is they're going to be like a developer's publisher. They're mm-hmm. going to be a better publisher for third parties because they've been there, done that, been through the, the, the heartache. They know they're not going to put in place. I mean, I'm putting words in his mouth, but they're not going to put in place stupid processes. Mm-hmm. They're going to do things that um, make make the game more fun at the end like you said fun fun is difficult and <laughs> i i i love that he talked about that 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 really at the end of the at the end of the day this is about making something that is fun for people to do it's not just generating a you know it's not just a money-making business or whatever it's it's this is about creating things that it's your baby it's he said he wants they want to make games that are remembered fondly far into the future mm-hmm. like how awesome is that like there's not there's actually a short list of games that that i think have done that and and everybody has their list right mm-hmm. of of games that they would play over and over again because it was just so well done and i i love that they're that they're bringing that to, to this space absolutely and i, I tell yeah. you he, he he said he made that comment specifically about like not 
be, being able to ditch something even if it looks good and, and I can tell you from from experience you know there's a lot of people that said specifically oh my god those tender ships look so awesome on the fleet carrier concept and and they were they were very very pretty but they ditched them to make yep. way for a better mechanic system of having more freedom that you could do multiple things with your ship they yeah that's a great point you know and and now I fully expect, as as my my talk with Bruce sort of referred to, there we'll get those tender ships. It might be six months from now, it might be a year or two from now. There's going to be some project, there's going to be some something, and they're going to use that art asset because they made them look really good. But they were not married to a pretty graphic to the extent that they compromised on on the better gameplay. Fee, you, were, you had a point you were about to make that I cut you off. Yeah, I was. I was just, you know, my my thought process was based on David's experience in the space, right? Going back to the '80s, right, mm -hmm. and and the fact that he's been with us the whole time, and and so you know, I, I'm thinking about the comment that he made in the interview about more modern free-to-play games and and progress meters and those types of things where they've taken the fun out of it and 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 they, they've they've kind of made the the gaming model not as enjoyable as it should be mm -hmm. and and how he is not necessarily he doesn't appreciate that he doesn't like it mm -hmm. um and 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 thinking about the way that we used to game in the 80s and 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 those types of things and, and the fact that that he he doesn't want to impose the same kind of models that other free-to-play games or or game to win or however you want to say it mm -hmm. um models for playing the game um happen today he wants to keep the fun in the game right like you guys have just been saying is, is making sure that fun is part of it and making sure that that people enjoy the game um you know i i i, I appreciate that and and whether it's elite or or a zoo tycoon or or, or what have you um you know i i i, I think it's important that 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 somebody like David Braben remembers that if if they want their products to be successful and popular. Well, let's examine that for just a minute and unpack that just a little bit more, Fee, because you make an excellent point. There has been for a little while in Elite this sort of excuse me, but I gotta say it what it is. I gotta call it what it is. There's been this bullshit meme of like. And, and and plenty of content creators have used it. Plenty of people that are just, you know, trying to serve up a shit sandwich have used it. Where they're like, oh, Elite's going to be pay to win. Buy arcs, buy arcs, uh, buy arcs. Oh, we're going to set it to where, you know, when Fleet Carriers first dropped in day one of beta one. And, you know, they're, they're let's be honest, their shit was fucked up. And it, it needed to be tweaked and, and fixed and whatever. And they did. But what a lot of people were saying is they're going to leave it like that. And then they're going to say, oh, you need Tritium? Buy Arcs for Tritium. Oh, you need this? Buy Arcs, whatever. They made it very, very clear that since last September when Elite brought in Arcs, they've made it clear that it's like they think that at any given moment, the flip is the switch is going to flip and this game is going to become pay to win where you need to buy Arcs in order to do anything and yada, yada, yada. And the fact of the matter is, is when David Braben, and this wasn't a situation of somebody asked him and he had to respond, he on his own 
raised the subject and said, there's so many of these games now, these free-to-play games that are on this model. And when he said the model of being unfun, he, he went into more detail than what, what you just sort of quoted. He said specifically, they're unfun because they sort of force you to pay money to get a token to like unlock another, you know, more movement or another hour of play or another two attacks yeah. or another whatever. The impact, the impact gameplay. That's what he didn't and, like. And his face, when he said that, you could see, honestly, that was the one point in the interview. The whole interview, he looked happy-go-lucky or whatever. But when he talked about that practice, his face looked like he had just sucked on a lemon. He made a face that was a very Zermina Torval face of disgust. <laughs> and it was like... I fucking love you, dude. Like, when you get a guy that's the head of a publisher that isn't... He's not even the guy who's talking about his own baby, his own game. He's talking about for other people's games that they're publishing. He's saying, don't reach out for that quick buck. Make a game that has, like... That, that that is not just looking for that quick buck. That gives your people the gameplay, the whatever. And that is so beautiful, man. That is That is... That is legit good shit. Chig, hop in on this. What did you think? Two main things I took away from it. Mm -hmm. A, it was good to see him back, you know, actually as the face of the company instead of just people wondering if he's a lizard person, you know? So I I, I did like that. And I like Mm -hmm. what he's talking about. You know, I'm not going to parrot your guys' in-depth analysis of the interview. I, I agree with, you know just about everything you said uh one thing about david raven that you have to like is he he's an old school gamer you know a lot of these new games it's all in the new models and loot boxes and everything else he goes back to the old days where you'd put out a game and especially you know the original elite and and moving forward from that you know you still had imagination involved you know you had this game and you gave people this sandbox and then you had to add extra depth to that yourself and Mm. he's seen the tools develop over time and he sees where it's going and I think that his vision of that stuff can help other games and them becoming you know almost more of a publisher than developer really helps the industry as a whole that's what I took away right on man that's awesome and I'll tell you another thing he said that was really beautiful to me it was right towards the end of the of the whole talk he said, he's like, yeah, the, the guy was talking about like, well, you know, what is the difficulty in like people bringing a new game to market and this that, and the other. And he said, man, he's like, yeah, he's like, there's in, in a way it's so much easier than it ever was with all these tools and whatever. And in a way it's so much harder than it ever was with, you know, all of the competition and this, that, and the other. Uh, <clears throat> but he said he, he made a, a sort of a distinction. He said, a lot of people will tell you. Like, if you're making a game and you can't say, oh, it's like this, but with that, that it's like, that's a horrible, that's a bad game. Because if you can't give an elevator pitch in two minutes or, or two seconds of saying like, oh, it's Fortnite with Thargoids or, and I just threw that out there, but you know, oh, it's, 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 uh, it's civilization, you know, but with, uh, I don't know, civilization, but with aliens or, oh, it's, it's, um, you know, it's 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 Mario Brothers, but with swords or like he's saying like that's what everybody wants you to do for a pitch. You have to say it's this, but with that. And he said that's actually not great. That leads to a lot of derivative. And this is me paraphrasing. He didn't say it, but it, that leads to a lot of sort of derivative shit. A lot of very sort of forgettable 
you know, yeah. whatever. He's like, You're on reality. <clears throat> but he yeah. said, you know, actually, the thing that people will tell you, he's like, everybody will tell you that having a game that's completely unique that you can't explain in, in eight words or less, it's this, but with that, people will tell you that that is a problem, that is a flaw, that is a, a, a thing that you need to fix. He's like, no. He's like, I disagree. He's like, I've made enough games that I can say now with some certainty that having a game that's that is a completely new and original idea that is your cachet that is your value that will if it's good i mean if it's completely unique and unlike anything else because it's horrifically bad okay that's not a good idea but if it's good if it's playable and it's completely unlike anything that's awesome man so i i, I really dug that part as well yeah and and you know guru in the in the uh, chat on the stream uh, has made a good point too you know i i think imagination is is a big part of this uh and and the fact that that elite has almost an endless amount of uh possibility as as it relates mm -hmm. to imagination uh is is a lot harkens back to the the days of gaming in the 80s where where there was not a lot of technical capabilities as it relates to gaming but mm -hmm. but there was a lot of imagination and and the fact that da david has kept that um in in gaming in in now the 21st century uh means a lot so so i think i think you know having having um, imagination and and a lot of flexibility with what our own individual imagination can do with a game uh, says a lot about what we all as a community have done with elite you know the the, the fact that that uh you know what what kai you, you are creating now with with the dark wheel and 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 everything that's going on behind the scenes is a big piece of that and 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 the fact that 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 remains an element an element of of this game uh you know the the i i think there's there's too many games out there like fortnite and 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 others that have a very static um, lack of imagination uh, really speaks to to uh, the quality of the games that 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 all of us uh, appreciate, uh, and and you know, I, 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 all I'm saying is is that I think David appreciates that kind of thing. Yeah, man, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, let's let's move on to it. You've you've brought it up. Let's let's get into the next thing on the agenda, um, which is turn the wheel. Turn, Turn the Wheel is a project that uh, we started uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I posted on the forums. Oh, let's see what time it says I posted on the forums. I posted, yet, well, a couple of days ago. Jesus, it feels time is You're flying by. It was, it was yesterday. At, was it Friday night? It, they all seem to run together now. It was yesterday at, at, at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, 7.56 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I posted a, a little post on the forums called Turning the Wheel. And uh, I'm just going to do the in-universe sort of uh, intro, and then I, we're going to paraphrase the rest of it. But in-universe, my fellow commanders, it is with a heavy heart that I must come before you today to put an end to the lies and corruption within the Pilots' Federation. This once venerable institution has been infiltrated and subjugated by a nefarious group of elites known only as the Club. For years, the club has, through its manipulation of the Pilots Federation, kept down all good independent commanders in general and the Dark Wheel in particular, in their efforts to keep us 
from the many truths, including the location of Raxla, that they may continue to exploit its riches while we are kept wandering in the darkness. There still remain good men and women in the Pilots' Federation who will not be a party to this nefarious plot and who have, at great personal risk, smuggled information out to us that brought this cabal to the light of day. Commander Gambit, who has risked everything for this cause, will forever be remembered as a hero of the people. No longer shall we accept this injustice. We, the Coalition of Seekers, stand up today and say clearly and in one voice, no more. We shall gather under the banner of the Dark Wheel, whom you have kept isolated and subjugated, and shall carry these seekers of truth across the galaxy to bring them to their proper place and assist their quest to find the answers to the greatest mysteries of this century. We will not be denied. We will not be stopped. We will prevail. So say we all. So, all right. Amen. Here, here. <laughs> So that's a little, that's a little, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's corny. I know it's, but it's, it's in universe. It's a lore thing. It's whatever. So what is this idea? What is turning the wheel? What is, what is, what is the concept? So in the 1984 Elite Dangerous game, elite, sorry, Elite game. It was just Elite at that point. In the 1984 game, there was a booklet that came with it called The Dark Wheel by, written by Robert Haltstock. And in that booklet, that little 26-page booklet, uh, pamphlet, whatever you want to call it, he sort of writes the story of this young guy, Alex Ryder. It's mostly about Alex Ryder, but it starts off in the first uh, page or two. It's him and his dad, and his dad is taking him out on like one of his first actual goes as a as a pilot, as a as a courier delivering, you know, as a hauler delivering you know stuff from point a to point b to sell it that's the family business and the kid is is you know a young playboy he's you know a jock he's he's into like surfing on it on the planet that he's from and he's he's you know he has fun with his friends and whatever but he's coming to like the end of high school and it's time to settle down and apprentice into a job and whatever and, and dad is like i'm gonna bring you along the family business and um and then they get attacked, and uh, some stuff ends up happening. And I'm not going to really spoil it because everyone should really read it. But th that's just the sort of premise. Some stuff ends up happening, and you find out uh, eventually about this group called the Dark Wheel, and they are seeking Raxla. They are treasure seekers and treasure hunters and truth seekers and whatever you want to call it. And their members are being murdered by this evil group. That is like hiding the, the the location of Raxel and exploiting it for themselves. It was an unnamed group, and um, so that's all I'm going to say about the original novella because people should really go read it for themselves. It's it'll literally take you less than you know it'll take you 20 minutes. Uh, go go check it out. It's good, um, but. You know, there's a bias in Western literature that, you know, the dark wheel, if you say dark, that, that means evil. You know, it's, 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 it goes back to, I don't know, cowboy movies or whatever. It's always the guy in the black hat that's the bad guy that's twirling his mustache and has to be, you know, thwarted in the end or whatever. But it, it, the dark wheel doesn't refer to an evil group here. The dark wheel refers to, the, they're called the dark wheel because they live in stealth, because they're being targeted and hunted. Um, they literally live 
in a station, a hidden space station that orbits the eighth moon of a gas giant. And the wheel, as in the habitation ring of the, the, the station that they live in, it's, it's all like the windows are all blacked out so it doesn't give away their location in space. So that's where the dark wheel comes from. They literally live on a dark wheel, a habitation ring that they have to keep hidden because people are trying to murder them. Um, so yeah, they're not the bad guys. They are not the baddies, it turns out. Which so many people, if you meet people that are sort of new to elite and don't know the lore, they'll be like, oh, the dark wheel, they're the bad guys, right? And it's like, no, they're really not. They're the good guys. Um, so yeah so that's that's sort of the lore of that and they exist in a couple of of systems they exist in uh shinrata desra the founder's system and uh they exist in lft 926 and they have for for some time and so hmm, how, how to explain this early on there was a, a, a quote by Michael Brooks, and I, I put these quotes, both of these quotes, in, in, in the actual post on the forums. There's a, a quote by Michael Brooks where he said, we had to make it, we're not going to give you clues, but we had to make it a little bit obvious so that people would know sort of what they're doing. And I took that to mean, as many, many, many have, that, you know, duh, it means the dark wheel. Go deal with the dark wheel because that's the, the, the obvious people from the story of where Raxla comes from that they're the ones that will have clues that will help you find your way they're the ones that are investigating so a lot of people have had that thought but everybody's always tried to do it alone they've tried to do it by themselves and they to this date as far as I know have not gotten anywhere with it and we're, we're over five years in so the idea the concept is what if in order to find Raxla you either it's it's locked in some way the, tr the the investigation is blocked by a thing now that thing could be a permit that thing could be a, a system state of some kind it could be that you know there's a clue to Raxla on the moon Triton and once you do something that permit for Triton will become unlocked or there's a clue for Raxla on the planet Lave 2 and once you do something that planet will become unlocked or there's a clue to Raxla in the system of Polaris uh, and once you do something that system will become unlocked those are three permits and I'm just pulling three examples but those are three fairly famous and mysterious permits that people are kind of like this makes no sense we don't we don't quite get it and we don't know how to unlock these permits and a lot of people have sort of become complacent with the idea of any permit we don't know how to unlock can't people you'll even see it referred to places on websites or whatever they'll say these are the permits we can unlock and these are the permits we can't unlock and i challenge that concept the heart of that concept it's not that we can't unlock it it's that we don't know how to unlock it now it would be different if frontier came out and made a post saying these permits you cannot unlock then we like okay there's no point to try but they've never, to my knowledge, never ever said that. They've only said, these are the permits that you can unlock in these ways. And then the other ones that people have asked about, they've just been like, oh yeah, that's weird. We have no comment. Which, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe 
there's a way to do a thing there. So the concept is if the dark wheel is sort of the faction that if the dark wheel is sort of the obvious clue that we're supposed to be following what if since people trying to do stuff on their own hasn't done anything what if we get together as a concerted group and as a group effort we work to spread the dark wheel what if after the dark wheel is in five systems or 10 systems or 20 or 30 or 40 systems what if at that point a system state unlocks where like, okay, what if there's an if-then statement somewhere in the code that says, if the dark wheel are in 40 systems, then grant this mission. Or if the dark wheel are in 40 systems, then grant this permit lock. You know, like you can now get a mission to, to unlock a permit or something. And that does something in the game. And it's just a thought. I've I've gotten messages from people that say like, "Oh, you're getting you're setting yourself up for disappointment, man, because you're believing all this stuff and it's not going to happen and then you're going to feel foolish." And I've responded to them clearly saying like, "I don't know if you've read what I posted on the forums because I say very very clearly in the forums, there is a very high possibility, in fact, a probability that this will not lead to any permit unlock or anything that sends us to Raxler or whatever." But we won't know for sure until we try. So a lot of this project is a sort of string of experiments saying, if we try this, will it work? And we try it and it doesn't work? Okay, cool. That's not a failure. That's data. That's how experiments work. You test a hypothesis. If it doesn't work, that doesn't make the experiment a failure. That makes an experiment a success in ruling out a false hypothesis or whatever. Every step you take is progress, even if it is proving that a thing that might have worked doesn't. That's still good. That's valuable data. So one of the things we're trying to do is just to expand the dark wheel in general as a whole one of the things we also have some key places that we're trying to expand the dark wheel from and to the first thing that a lot of people say this is impossible is expanding out of shinra to desra they say you can't do that that's impossible i would point out my response back is well we know that the Dark Wheel did already expand from Shinrata Desra into LFT 926. That's how it got there. So it's possible that between then and now, something has changed to lock it so that we can no longer expand it from Shinrata. That's possible. Or it's also possible that no one's done it since then, since it already happened, because it's kind of a pain in the balls. So we're taking it upon ourselves. And people have already made the comment to me today in Discord like, hey man, it would be easier and more efficient to work it from LFT 926. And I know that, we know that, we've stated that already. We know that expanding it from LFT 926 would be the more efficient first move but we're trying to test an experiment a hypothesis of can we expand it from Shinrata again as it already has been if we can if if that is a success then we will start off the very first step of this by already disproving the critics who say you can't do any of this because 
maybe they're right and we can't do this, you know, but until we test each of the things, we won't know what we can and can't do. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first thing I think of, Kai, is is taking apart everything that we have in front of us, right? You are, you are essentially um, using what I would like to think of as a hacker mentality to basically dissect the way things are and, and, and trying to exploit um, those things that you know to now find a way to discover something that perhaps isn't something that should be obvious. And, and that's what we're working on, right? We're trying to discover Raxla and, and, and the existence of Raxla um, where it may not necessarily be completely obvious. And and so what you, you have done and what we are all doing now as a community is working together to force or or impose the influence of a faction that should be able to now um, create a trigger or 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 um, initiate a, a trigger with a series of events um, as we move the influence of that particular faction across the galaxy um, to now um, unlock or or provide visibility into um, the existence of something that that FDEV has told us, or, or the Pilots Federation has told us, uh, exists within the game, and mm. and so using that that hacker mentality, um, we should now be able to work together as a team to unlock that secret. That that just using this now, um, I guess group mentality, or, or or you know, you could even say crowdsourced mentality. Um, to to now look look for those uh, opportunities as we expand the the visibility or influence of the dark wheel uh, beyond where it is today. You know, it, it it is. We're hoping that that those if then statements are gonna are gonna come out of that. And and uh, you know, I think it's fantastic that that the amount of participation that you've got out of this. Um, community is is stepping up to help uh work to 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 see if that's possible is is amazing and and uh you know um just you know it's again it's 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 going to be amazing to see where it goes from there i uh i see three main benefits to this plan i agree with everything you just said fia and i see three main benefits to this beyond whether or not we actually find Raxla or mm. get into Seoul. There's three main benefits beyond that even. And one is uh, first off, the timing feels really good on this, right? Mm-hmm. We've uh, New Era has been delayed. We're months away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Wagar is in the in the midst of his lore tour which is gaining <laughs> incredible steam and I think creating a renaissance of interest in this. It is. And so, it, let me hop in real quick on sure, this sure. second point and then we'll let you do the third point. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually talked to Drew just the other day on this and he was super super excited. I shared with him the idea. He was super excited and then he went on the forum and he posted that he wants to take part in this. He's super excited about it, yada, yada, yada. And like, this is a, he's like, ooh, this is exactly what would be great to follow up my lore tour. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. And the, the the third thing you were talking about? Well, actually that was the first thing. It was part of the first thing about the timing. But the mm-hmm. next two, one was what you've defined is a, a BHAG, 
B-H-A-G. A big, hairy, audacious goal. Mm. And things like that, whether it's in a game or in a business or any other aspect of life, uh, they provide focus, purpose. It helps in a game setting. I think it helps prevent burnout. <clears throat> I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be all kinds of fun. It's going to it's going to shake things up. It's going to focus efforts. It's there's going to be all kinds of stuff that was ossified that suddenly comes back to life because of this effort. Mm. And in particular, the third point is I think this is going to be awesome for updating, consolidating, whatever the latest uh, BGS info, like. Uh, Mori Port with loose screws mm -hmm. and you know winning back Mori Port mm -hmm. and trying to dive into all the BGS info that's out there. The biggest challenge actually is that there's been so much written about BGS that uh, isn't really specific to what era in which it applies to. Era meaning revisions of the game since it was launched. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very difficult to understand what is obsolete and what is actually still effective. Oh, and yeah. now you've got you combine that with a flood of players having come in since the beginning of the year and more coming in since since uh, fleet carriers, I think BGS could be in for a renaissance if you can provide some kind of a focus that's going to kind of flush out all this stuff. You're going to get all kinds of people coming out of the woodwork and saying, oh, well, you thought this worked this way. Actually, it works this way. Because a lot of these guides haven't been updated in a long time. Some of them more recent than others, but it's, uh, it's really confusing. And this can actually, I think, really enrich enrich BGS in general. Yeah, man. It could, hopefully. Fingers crossed. And so... See, I'll come in. I'm, go ahead. I'll come in just two points instead of three. You guys have covered so many of <laughs> so many of the topics that I'll, I'll keep it as brief as possible being that I'm just a, a guest kind of trying to be quiet it's in the all background. Good. It's all but good. What, what, what I like is two things. Like, uh, you know, was just mentioned, you know, figuring out the BGS. It's, it's eliminating... Uh, back from fiction fiction you have so many people saying oh this can't happen it, it's blah yeah. blah blah but nobody has you know definitive reasons as to why you know it is somebody told them at one point that it's not possible or in some cases people have made a concerted effort but never a group this large trying to do it so mm. you know we really can you know eliminate back from fiction here and get those definitive guides on how the bgs works and who knows what's going to happen because the dark wheel as you said is so deeply ingrained in the lore we don't know when that <laughs> faction goes elsewhere what that could cause yeah for all the we second, know i'm sorry go yeah. ahead go ahead uh, just the second point i was going to pop in is is the bigger point of this i think and what i think is that the key point of this is getting FDEV's attention that people are interested in this and seeing if they have something hidden mm. in the game, great, that we're going to discover. If it's not in the game, getting their attention that people are this interested <clears throat> in it may get them to add something into the game and, mm -hmm. you know, guide you know, the story in a certain direction because they see the passion of the player base wanting to get involved in it. So, mm. you know, th those are the two things I see. Yeah, man. 100%, Jake. 100%. And so... With regard to some of the questions, some of the things that people are saying, like, you can't do this. Some of it is just they're sheeple. They've heard it and they're parroting back. Some of it is they're taking, they are, they're taking their direct things that they've seen for themselves and applying it to something that's not entirely analogous. And, and here's what I mean. 
let's say you know you're in loose screws squadron and and you fight for loose screws faction so you want to try to expand the loose screws faction into the soul system as many player groups have tried to do with their faction you try to expand into soul <clears throat> and then when you can't do it you say okay it's impossible to expand the loose you know to expand a faction into soul and and that's okay that's a that's an observation you're making which is partially true here's what it doesn't take into account it doesn't take into account that the loose screws faction is a player faction and there may be and i'm not saying that there always are there could be that the, that it the, the system sees those two things as entirely identical or it may be that the system at one time or another does or does not see the a, a player faction and a non-player faction as two separate entities with two separate sets of rules also there's a third possibility which is even if player factions and non-player factions interact exactly the same way with a specific rule set that may not it, it may very well be that the dark wheel like of all of the factions in the game there's only one that goes back to the novella well actually i guess two there's the pilots federation but there's there's other there's only one that's the dark wheel man like there's only one that's specifically tied to the mystery of Raxla. And if you're supposed to find some clue or unlock something, and to be clear, I don't think that this mission will find Raxla. If you if if I had to bet money, I would bet every amount of money that I could that this mission will not find Raxla. But there is a chance that this mission unlocks a thing which then allows independent pilots to go out and start like it may very well be that people are stuck on step like three step one is like you have to get to elite so that you can get to jameson's because there was an old thing that you have to be elite to find raxla to have any chance what if step one is you have to get to elite step two is you have to get to allied with the dark wheel Step three is you need a permit, and that permit is requiring a group goal. And then step four, like once we get that, maybe that unlocks a MacGuffin. It unlocks a thing which you have to take with you in your cargo hold. And now you have to go and try to decipher the toast. Or now you have to go and try to figure out the right, uh, right ascension 50X. So RA, right ascension, XXLA. Like there could be all manner of things that happen have to be done after this or missions to unlock or things to do or whatever but it, it's possible that this some part of what we do will unlock some part of what you need to get to the end of the line it is also just as equally if not more so possible that all of this ex uh, uh, sort of all of this experimenting will lead to absolutely nothing other than a we prove that they don't work which is still again possible and two that that it sort of shows frontier hey man we need to get back on the ball with this these guys really really want this 
you know like these guys are really 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 ready for 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 this content so the 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 big goal was expand the dark wheel a lot the the secondary the littler goals were one see if you can expand from shinrata two see if getting it like two soul does anything as far as when i say two soul i mean connect it within 10 light years of soul so if we can get to a system that then connects like you're 10 light years away from soul maybe at that point you've now sort of closed a circuit and now the the dark wheel in the system that you're in or the dark wheel in shinrarda will now offer a clue or a, 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 a quest or a permit or a something An, a secondary addition to that sort of phase phase one is to see if it will go into soul like it might who knows because yes other people have tried to move into soul and have been told no but a their player factions to my knowledge people have not tried it with non-player factions although somebody mentioned that they tried it with a group earlier today and i'm asking i'm trying to get a hold of more data on that but i know that that group was not the dark wheel and there's a chance there's only six factions in soul system there is a a hole there is a seventh faction that's supposed to be there that's not there and why maybe they're waiting for the dark wheel and maybe maybe so again so because people have told me like dude you're gonna be so bummed it's not gonna go into soul that's not the goal the goal is to get it to soul see if that does anything collect data try to expand it into soul if we try to expand it into soul and it fails i will be happy because we have collected data we have marked off one of the possibilities that we are attempting to check okay if we if it moves into soul i will be ecstatic because now not only do we get data but we got like an actual maybe a lead that would be great whatever but if it works or if it doesn't work it's still data it's still experiments that we're trying that's the that's i don't want anyone to follow along on this journey and they're like they're betting the house on it and then they're going to be devastated if it doesn't happen man because it's just a thing to check so that's sort of that phase then we're going to expand towards lave uh and and and, and you know maybe when we get to soul maybe the permit for triton unlocks or maybe something happens that would be awesome we're going towards lave you know maybe when we get there you know lave two unlocks or something may or, or or some other clue some something then we're going to sort of head towards robigo to because that's the closest system to polaris we're going to head in that direction and see again just see what happens and the big thing to keep in mind here is this is not and I can't, I've said it already like three times, so I'm going to say it again. This is not about, we know that this will work. This is just, hey, I've got an idea. I think it sounds kind of cool. Let's see, you know, if it does something. And so many people, so many groups have been so supportive. Um, it, it's just really been interesting because everyone that i've explained this to have said like "Ooh, that sounds cool and uh so i posted this on the forums yesterday at eight o'clock in the morning it has as of now now is 10 30 eastern standard time so it's it's a day and a half later 
It's got 38, 39, 40, 40. It's got like 41 thumbs up on the original post. And it's got five pages of sort of commentary of people like, hey, this is interesting. Hey, it's not going to work because of this. Hey, that part will work maybe because of this, but that part won't because of that. Oh, this looks cool. I want and but by and large, there's there and there are definitely people that are like, I don't think this will work because of that, or this might not work because of that. In which case, like, and I, I'm not disputing that. I am not arguing with them. I am saying, you're right. It might not work because of this. Let's test it. But for the people that have said something along those lines, there's way, way by an order of magnitude, more people that have responded in the sense of like, this looks cool. I want to try. I'm, I'm in, I'm going to whatever the groups that have been, that have so far pledged their support have been, it, 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 it's just been a massive, massive group of people from the AXI, the hull seals, the hand, the burr pit commander platers, uh, you know, group, uh, down to earth astronomies group, lave radio, guard frequency podcast, uh, you know, my group, uh, elite week, the Galactic Archive, Newton's Gambit, the OPI, the Independent Raxla Hunters, the Tinisla Historical Society, Contrail, the Post-Disaster Evacuation Service, East India Trading Company, the Loose Screws Podcast, Commander Scorbius, Turgeon Starstone and Starstone Enterprises, the Hammers of Slough, the Dark Wheel Squadron, Sagittarius Eye Magazine, the United Systems Cooperative, the Labor Radio Navy, Recall Inc., and there have been more since I posted this. We've also got, uh, um, I said the whole seals already, right? Yes, I did. I said the whole seals. Operation Ida sent me their, their, uh, thing and said they're in today. Um, let's see here under mission overview. Who else was it? Operation Ida, uh, the order of the dragon, um, Let's see here. Cross Corporation, uh, the Travelers Association. So, like, so many groups are, are are getting involved in this. And in the last day, over 200 people have joined the Discord. And those don't represent sort of 200 people. Those, all of those groups, those are like a ton of these are people who are like, I represent this group, and they're taking the information back to their people and they're relaying it. So, if you go to the loose uh, <laughs> if you go to the elite week discord you will see at the bottom there is turning the wheel which is a room that was created that has several challenge channels in it some of which are public some of which are private there's a bgs planning room that's a private room that people can't see there's a comms room that everyone should be able to see and get into so if you want to voice comms just to talk something over on that project there's a mission overview that everyone should be able to see, but only a handful of people can post into that has sort of an overview of the mission and list of the logos of, you know, people involved. There's an FAQ room where people are posting sort of a lot of people that are getting into this or, or haven't done BGS before. And they're like, I don't understand. What do I do if it's in war? What do I do if it's an investment? What do I do if it's in boom or civil unrest? And they'll show you like if it's in this state that we got a chart. If it's in investment, you can do this for effect. If it's in war, you can do that for effect. If it's an election, you can do this for effect. They, they show you all the different states and how you work them. Um, 
there's the standing orders channel. The standing orders channel is, this is what we're doing right now. So in the BGS planning room, we're talking three or four steps ahead. But if you say these are the next four steps, you don't wanna A, publicly say that because number one, there's thousands of variables to all the different things. And what's true right now for what would be step three in, in three weeks from now may not be true three weeks from now because of all the things in the, in the background simulation that change. Also, you don't want to say what your move is three weeks from now because somebody might take advantage of that to go and, and give you a hard time. So the standing orders room is this is what we're working now. And it will always be updated to show this is the goal of what you can do right now. So for right now, there's two goals listed. The first is if you have access to Shinrata Desra, do influence missions to any influence missions for the Dark Wheel in Shinrata Desra. Do not turn in uh, bounties or or uh, cartographic data or whatever, because that all goes to the Pilots Federation as the owner of the system and, and works against the Dark Wheel. But you want to do the INF++ missions for the Dark Wheel in Shinrata Desra. If you don't have access to Shinrata Desra, if you're, you know, either a newer player that wants to get involved in this, or you're like one of those guys like Dr. Nagy, who it's like, hey man, I'm 40,000 light years out on my main, but I've got an alt. It's a little scrub account alt, but it can do missions. I'm going to run missions. That's exactly what Dr. Nagy's saying and doing, because um, he's out on a big expedition right now on his main. You know, you can run so LFT-926, the Dark Wheel is in a war. So you run conflict zones, uh, you know, for... And when you jump into the conflict zone, you choose to, you know, be on the side of the Dark Wheel. Also, you can do any combat missions. So if you go to the mission board and it shows, you know, combat missions for the Dark Wheel, you can turn those in. So those those are that's how you can help out in LFT-926. We're going to be covering this sort of as it progresses. I can tell you, I've already been in contact with Venteon, uh, who is the main guy uh, that does all the story stuff over at Hutton. And he's working up storylines and stuff. They're going to do an ongoing storyline that should be big and romantic and mysterious and captivating. You know how the Hutton truckers do. They don't They don't screw around, man. They do their stuff hardcore. He's been asking me for information of the different quest givers. And already on last week's Hutton, they did a like a sort of... Because it wasn't... A, the project wasn't announced announced yet. But they did a little teaser of like, oh, there's stuff coming up and, you know... In the with the dark wheel out of Shinrata and yada 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 and there's there's stuff happening so, you know I, I very much look forward to, <clears throat> you know that progressing. Um, I I was on the Hutton podcast Hutton uh, Orbital Radio podcast last week, and you know we talked for a little bit uh, about things and 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 it was it's good stuff it's exciting, it'll be great. Um, uh, last night, Guard Frequency recorded. Guard Freak, you know, put it in 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 their show that gets released on Tuesday. So it'll it'll be released in podcast form on Tuesday. Um, Witch Space News, Commander Burr and Rini put it out in Witch Space News was sort of the big coming out party of it. Um, <clears throat> it's 
Uh, I've talked to Astro, and it should definitely be on Hello Dave on Monday. Um, I, I, I'm fairly sure from conversations I've had that that Lave is going to be covering this project. Uh, I mean, they're they're supporting the project. That you know, um, they're they're part of it. Um, basically, you know, at Loose Screws, uh, you know, mentioned it uh, that that you know that there was the the project coming, you know coming out and, and and i'm sure we'll continue to 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 cover it and 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 whatnot um everybody has been very very supportive and it's been very 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 cool and just while we were doing this recording i'm gonna put this on the screen i'll drag this over canon research just tweeted out uh, a link and they, they had a thing important announcement it has come to the council's attention that there is an initiative to increase the influence of the organization known as the dark wheel and that it may be supported by a broad coalition of factions. This initiative is likely to cause conflict in the area between Shinrata Desra and Seoul. Canon, as you are no doubt aware, is an inclusive organization that welcomes members from all factions, even including members from rather shadowy and dangerous groups such as the Women's Institute and the Newport Pagnell Bridge Club. Despite some of our members' questionable ethics, we leave our differences at the door and we work together to unravel the mysteries of the galaxy. This announcement is to clarify that in these uncertain times, Canon must maintain neutrality and will not be a part of said initiative, regardless of our strong desire to uncover or discover, sorry, the location of Raxa. While we do not dictate the activities of our members outside of these hallowed halls, and naturally individual members are free to do as they see fit, we do urge them not to claim to speak for Canon. Uh, on these or any other matters without specific instructions from the council. NB, all current or future attempts to bribe council members on this or any other issues are strictly non-refundable. Dark Wheel, Raxla, the club, yada yada. It's got tags on it. So like, look, LCU No Fool Like One has been very, very helpful with regard to talks on getting this thing together, has offered to and, and is still offering to do maps for us as a as a private individual i don't want to misrepresent and confuse anyone as a private individual um they're tweeting it out and saying like hey man here's the thing go take a look you know we remain neutral of course of course you do but you're tweeting out my thing and that's awesome and i love you and you guys are 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 great and thank you so much for helping to expand the news out there just the, the same way that hutton is putting it on their show and you know all, all these these groups are getting involved. Everybody is being super, super cool about spreading the word on this thing. And in 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 a day, we've got over 200 more people have joined the Discord, which is crazy. And it's there's some growing pains. It's getting stuff set up and trying to figure out how we're doing stuff with the FAQ and how we're doing this with that and what we're doing with this and what we're doing with that. And people have... Yeah, of course, there's, you know, a thousand people join and everybody wants to sort of have like their decision on how to steer the bus. And it's like, OK, this is what we're doing. These are the steps that are set. And people are like, well, I got another good idea. And it's like, that's cool. This is what we're doing now. So I hope you enjoy it. Give it, get involved. Uh, but like, yeah, for all the people that want to join and immediately say, hey, this is an awesome project. I'm part of it. Now that I'm part of it, let's change it. We're going to go do this, this, and this instead. Like, just to be clear, that's not going to happen. We, we have stated goals. We have a, a system of what we're trying to do. 
I'm not by by me saying this sight unseen. I'm not saying that your idea is bad. I'm saying it's not the idea that we're working on right now. So after we do these and 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 do a big thing and 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 maybe hopefully make something happen or if if it doesn't happen then okay whatever then okay we, we can maybe go try your idea we can we you know put it in the hat or start up a thread and and maybe people will be inspired and want to go do that but right now i just have to say very clearly so there's no misunderstanding because i've said it easily 20 times today like this is the idea we're going with your other idea might be awesome it might be valid it might be true and i wish you well with it but this is what we're doing all right everybody's thoughts you know one of the things this reminds me of is uh, if we step back and think of this it's a game right think of it as a game think of other games that have uh major quest lines say skyrim where you have a combination of things you can do that advance the main quest and then there's side quests and it feels to me like where Elite has gotten to is um, because it's such a giant sandbox we've all gotten immersed in side quests mm-hmm. whether it, whether it's our own made up expedition or a BGS to do this that or the other or uh, grinding through you know ranks to get unlocked ships but and, and if all the game is actually programmed to be is a sandbox, then those are totally legit. But if there's even a chance that there's actually something more, then maybe it's time we got back to the main quest line. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, but yes. So <laughs> I I don't I definitely don't want to be um I don't want to be that guy that's saying stop what you're doing come do this instead like no man you you know yeah, whatever if you're if you're neck deep in your own project and you're having fun with it do your thing and have fun with it that is awesome but there are some people that have a feeling right now like um oh, waiting for something and I can't tell you with the fleet carrier stuff over the last little bit how many times I've heard from people Man, I wish there was something new for non-billionaires. But the billionaires, the billionaires, they got fleet carriers. What do I, I don't have a billion. What do I get? This is a thing. It's a thing. You can join right now. You don't have to be a billionaire. You could be anybody at any level and you could come on in and and run missions, do stuff and and have fun. And and I think that this is the whole goal here. And, and this is the sort of if we try like six experiments and every last one of them get yield zero result as far as like well we moved them here didn't, didn't do anything we moved them here didn't do anything we moved them there didn't do anything we got them above this number didn't do anything it still now will lead to again if we work it if we all actually get in there and do this as it looks like is happening man a year from now, when when you know we have the new the new expansion drop, and maybe there's a lot of stuff in there. I hope I I, I really do story wise and cool stuff. All right, that's awesome. But you know, if it's if it's literally almost a year until the next thing drops, 
what are you doing between now and then? Because if, if you have a thing and you're fulfilled and you're satisfied, then keep doing that and have fun with it. But if you don't, and you're sort of bored waiting for the new new, um, then come do this and have fun. And 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 next, at the end of March, so, so basically April 1st or whatever, by the time that we're sort of for sure going to have the new the, the the new era the next era stuff out you will have taken part in a massive thing that sort of you know every five to ten years in eve they do a thing where like the whole like a bunch of people get together and they make some massive spectacle that's news that everybody gets super super excited by and like this this will be the biggest thing that's happened if 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 it goes as it looks like it's going and and people get behind it and we we really do this and we expand and put the dark wheel in systems all across the galaxy this will be sort of the biggest thing that's happened in elite dangerous history i mean it going back to the salome event at the very least but the salome event was partially player directed but it was also partially you know there was a MacGuffin there was a a character that was put in the story with with stuff from Frontier and you know and 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 then it played out how it played out but this will be a thing where we just did it we made a thing on our own and I think that a that's beautiful just as a fact if we did a thing on our own that's cool but also B I definitely can't help but think that if we move the dark wheel to 50 systems and move them to all these key locations and do all this work, I can't help but think that Frontier Development has to, at that point, sit up and notice and go like, whoa, there is definite thirst out there among our player base for some of these real cool storylines that we have to like lead somewhere, you know? would certainly be calling the bluff you know if it isn't call if it isn't programmed already it would be calling their bluff to do something about it and maybe that leads to something farther down the line maybe at that point like oh okay that didn't do anything or didn't whatever but they start you know okay let's put money aside let's get these three writers and these 10 devs in a room and get them working on a thing and it's going to be uh, you know they'll call it project x and it'll be several months of something and then it'll turn into something that a year later someone finds that holy shit there's a thing that led to raxla you know maybe who knows cool yeah all right i feel like we talked this one to death does anybody have anything else on the turning the wheel project turn the wheel Nope. All right, cool. Something so, from me. So so that brings us to the Frontier Carrier Competition. They announced this on Friday. It was a good live stream. There were awesome submissions. Steven did some awesome... Steven and Bruce did the readings, and, and Will was the, the guy in the booth. He was the DJ. He was the, the guy that was, like, typing in the chat and, and was a, but was off screen. And it was his birthday, so happy birthday, Will. Everybody get in. Happy birthday, you know. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Right on, right on. So, <clears throat> they, Stephen and, 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 and Bruce did some great readings. 
and there was some great interaction and there was some questions asked about uh, a, a little certain little project that, that we just discussed at great length and and you know yeah it was good i thought the videos i mean well all of the stuff was good some of the stories were really really good some of the pictures were awesome whatever but the videos were amazing i really really loved in particular i very much loved spatula sevens and you know with his elite dangus special one that he did for for fleet carriers and the mechanic is back man dark hand came back with he did a fleet carrier mechanic that that was the one that won the great big super bonus prize the x52 pro hotas that i mean it was so good right i've always felt he was a hidden gem like oh my goodness i'm so happy he won yeah man he, he does such good work it's yeah. uh, how do how do more people not know about his stuff well he took there's a lot of people that are sort of new to getting into the greater meta or new to the game altogether and he he's coming off of like almost like a, like a year break or whatever he's coming off of a good break so go check out his stuff go check out the the mechanic fleet carrier video and um check out his other stuff as well you you will dig it check out his channel and some of the other videos and and man the spatula 007 elite dangus he's another he had taken a little break and he's back he's been back he's put out like several videos in the last month or two but he had taken a little break before that and now he's back and elite dangus dude his stuff you will lose brain cells watching his videos they're so stupid <laughs> and so amazingly great and funny and hilarious and and just Oh my God! There, it's it, it's it is when when I click on the thing and I see I have a new video, like oh, there's a new thing, and it's an it's a new spatula, you know, elite dangus video. I know I'm gonna be happy. I'm like, all right, let's click in, let's strap in. This is gonna be good shit. And and yeah, so go go check out both of those channels because they're they're amazing. And also, let's it wasn't part of the fleet carrier uh, discussion. But let's throw in there Terjan Starstone with his his new video. He's got a new video, uh, um, the the Frenemies video, that just came out. I mean, it just got posted. I think yesterday or today. Yesterday, uh, yeah. it's so so good. Terjan is amazing, and yeah, I love I love the whole thing. My favorite bit of the whole video, and I mean it's it the whole video is great. It's awesome. He does he puts so much work into it. But my favorite bit of the whole video is in the in the beginning part where Terjana is sitting there, the sister is sitting there, and she's like, whatever, she's talking to somebody. In the background, she's got these books on the shelf, and one of the books is <laughs> one of the books is the Guardian Kama Sutra, Kama Sutra by yeah. Ram by Ram Ta. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. It's so good. It's so good. We love your stuff. Everyone, go check out Terjan Starstone. Go check out his uh, his channel. Check out that video. It is in the Elite Week uh, Discord under, the, uh, under Promote Your Thing. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's super, super, super good. So go check it out. There's Guys. some uh, very good animation assets in, in Terjan's oh, video. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. What did you think, Fee? No, I, I I really enjoyed it. You know, I was completely oblivious to the entire thing, and 
Uh, I spent some time this afternoon just going through the entire adventure, mm-hmm. and uh, there's my first impression. Th- there's a lot of boobs. <laughs> oh, um, he he's definitely a fan of the jiggle. He's a fan yeah. of the jiggle. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there's a lot of boobs, but but the story, like it, it made me want to go backwards and and really, uh, you know, get, get some uh, understanding and everything that's going on with this entire thing. But it is, it's, you know playing the game and the the fact uh, and I mentioned this in in the reverb episode uh, that I'll call it uh, is you know I've, I've got over 2,000 hours in the game at this point and and I continue to do new things I continue to learn new things uh, within the game and and you know within the game itself I'm also realizing that from a content perspective the community itself is there, there's so many people out there that are that are building content around this game and and that you know was a perfect example of, of this entire like fictional interpretation of what can be done with the game even going back to, to the mechanic right with, with what mm-hmm. he's done mm-hmm. um, in in working with the fleet carriers and everything else he's done over the years it, it, it's amazing that that everybody with their imagination have taken this game and turned it into this big story that that was maybe nothing that David Braben ever imagined uh, imagined would happen mm-hmm. um, and and you know it, it's just it's it's refreshing to see um, with the mechanic and, and and everybody else that that uh, you know we, we have this this um, endless imagination with mm-hmm. with these stories that we can tell and and you know it it, it was just it, it was great to see all, all these different uh, interpretations of the story or, or building the story around the game well look at look at the richness richness right there in these three compare and contrast these three creators you've got spatula 007 that does hilarious stuff but i mean most of the stuff is focused on it's either out looking outward from you know the, your standard elite view it's looking outward from your own body through the cockpit into space and then he does a lot of reverse camera shots of the cameras going back on his character so it's showing his character in the in, in the cockpit and you know his head moving around and doing awkward stuff or whatever but like that is very much using for the vast majority of it using uh, art assets as far as visual assets from within the game mixing it with really good music and amazing stuff that he does so so well and and that's just a home run then you look at the next step which is the stuff that uh the mechanic is doing where it's like first person outward view sort of in a vr situation where he's doing stuff where it legitimately the whole thing is it looks fps like and it's you know but he's narrating it as this guy and he's like oh i love this job look at this view cut to a i hate this job i hate this job because he's realizing that you know he's in danger and whatever like oh this is oh you know they're not going to use these crates because they're absolute crap and they're going to kill everybody so it's not like they use that shit and then you turn around and there's the crates right there and they're like oh you know like they're but 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 the change in how he did that where he's now using a lot of external assets and then like I, I don't know putting stuff in unity or doing whatever however it is that he does where he blends what are very clearly sort of 
image cap or whatever of elite dangerous assets and then marries that with some form of external engine thing he does where you're getting a first person out outward view of of like a guy walking around in a VR suit and then look at and then look at what Turjan does where he's doing stuff that I don't know if he's using Gary's mod or whatever where it's like it's it's full on animation of things with complete with as I think Fee noticed the the uh, the uh, uh, assets yeah the uh, um, bounce assets uh, you know uh, boobs so so like these are all you know these are all cool different takes different creative takes on things that that are you know that are awesome and there's there's so much of that in the elite dangerous community Guys, I feel like we covered everything on the agenda. So let's just now. Here's what I'm going to do because I've been talking a whole hell of a lot. I'm going to shut up now and just listen to the three of you guys talk about just some <laughs> random cool shit and just just take a little bit of chill time on my side. Go for it. Hmm. I go ahead, Chick. <laughs> I, I really got nothing. Everything was covered. You guys talked about everything. Normally, I talk about cheese at about this point. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna carry on. You talked about boobs a minute ago. That got me distracted. Mm. And I, I wrote down that video instantly because I definitely need to go watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, Kai definitely covered a whole lot of ground with what he talked Oof. about, and a lot for people to to think about and that the joy of elite week is you get a lot of stuff you may or may not have seen or heard about and i've got another small list going and i have i don't know i have so many chrome tabs open that i might not have enough ram so right on next right on yeah i mean for me if, if we if we talk about everything we talked about tonight you know if we start at the at the spacex launch that that happened earlier today and and uh you know space force and and then circling back to to everything that's going on with the dark wheel and holy shit you know fleet carriers coming out within the next you know, week or so june 9th yes i'm sorry yeah, yeah. we not even mentioned that yeah june 9th. yeah it, it's wow. you know su- super crazy like holy shit you know stuff is going on um i i, I think at, at the core of all of that is is a is a passion that that we all have you know kai your, your passion f- for this game your passion for everything that that has to do with um getting out into space and 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 really just an appreciation for that um you know i i, I think this game is is a piece of that but but you know we've talked about beyond that we've we've talked about spacex we've talked about space force we've talked about other pieces of that tonight um you know i i think this game encapsulates a big part of that passion mm-hmm. and and i think between myself and you and and roy and, and chig uh, and other people that are in the chat, you know, uh, Greg and 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 uh, Mattias and and uh, you know um, other other people that that have joined us tonight. You know, I I just think that 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 unified passion for looking above and beyond the uh, constraints that we have as Americans or constraints as we have as British or constraints that we have as Russians or or whatever you have. Um, I, I I think that unified. Um, passion that we have to 
look at the universe as something beyond the planet Earth and the borders that we have has been kind of the, the core takeaway mm. of what we talked about tonight. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I, I really appreciate that. And it, it, it's been a good conversation. Thank you. Yeah, it has. It has. I'm looking at the chat myself here, and I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing Greg Davidson was super, super psyched to get a psyched or, or, or stoked to get a shout out for Opix. Hell yeah, man! Tweet, uh, Tweet seventy four is killing it as part of. He is actually part of the planning committee, the BGS planning committee. So it's it's tweaked. It's uh, um, uh, Flavster from Contrail, it's uh, um, uh, Cryptography from uh, TerraX from Down to Earth Astronomy's group, and there's a couple others that I'm not going to mention because they're they're trying to keep sort of, they want to be behind the scenes, behind the scenes, but yeah man, uh, Opix is playing a massive part in this and we are super, super excited because we know that Opix are some guys that get it done. When they go out and go hard on missions and wars and whatever, like they don't, they don't, they don't play around, man. They go ham, and uh, so that's that is um, that has been very, very cool. And I had a very, very cool visit the other day, uh, just yesterday afternoon, from LSR, from a representative over at LSR who said that uh, they're going to mention it to their pilots. They're they're kind of on a different situation where. You know, they're just, <clears throat> they're going to mention it as like, hey, here's the thing you might want to be involved in. And, uh, you know, if you if you choose to, that's completely cool with us. It's not an official whatever thing of ours, but like, you know, it's very, very relaxed. And I, I told them that's awesome. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. We're, we're more than happy and we appreciate it. And while, you know, there's so many groups that have already committed and said, hey, we're officially part of this project. There are plenty of other groups like Canon, like um, uh, LSR that I just mentioned or whatever, that they're like, hey, we're not like set up like this way or we're, we're whatever, but we're going to sort of tell our people, this is a thing. Check it out. If you're interested, go do it. If not, no worries. And like, that's beautiful. I appreciate all of those people, you know, Canon tweeting that out is, is huge and then putting it right on their... You know, it's one of their their big sort of news announcements announcements for their people, whatever. Like, hey, this is a thing. Go check it out if you want to. You don't have to. We don't. We're not. This isn't. You know, this is just all. Who is excited? The loose screws. Loose screws. You know, we've got NL Hate who does our BGS. Mm -hmm. He's got Nurgle who's helping him a lot, mm -hmm. and Hate's we're working awesome. out. You know, oh yeah, he he's he works hard. Um, we're working out how to you know get our you know take care of our own business sure. and getting out and helping this cause because we do support it and we're mm -hmm. excited about it so we're working out our plan and getting that all situated so yeah you've got loose screws you know helping out and you always got to give a, a shout out because he's he's trying to figure out how to make it all work yeah absolutely absolutely and that's that is awesome it's a beautiful thing i love that so many people, as as Greg says in the in the chat, man, everyone's in support of this idea because no one has thought of it before, and the implications that if it works to activate Raxla or a clue will change the galaxy forever. So many, I've met with so many people discussing this, and every last person, not a single person that I've met with, 
has said, you know, um, like, that's dumb. Your idea is worthless, whatever. I, I have met with one, and I'm not going to get into details, but I've met with one who said, I don't think that this is a good project because I think that you're going to confuse people with on lore, whatever. And it's like, dude, I, I made up a little blurb at the beginning. Just to, there's people that are excited by that. It's you, you don't, you, you know, you really want to criticize me because you think that it's like you're, you can't make up story and put it in there. Cause that's not official. It's like, dude, it was a little blurb. It wasn't whatever. If you, if you don't want in, okay, fine. That's fine. But I mean, even he didn't say like, your idea is dumb. He just said, I think it's, you don't want to, like, I have a certain strong feelings about this, about anybody who tries to put in any kind of thing in lore because you're not the official, you're not Frontier, whatever. And it's like, all right, you have your opinion. It's a weird one, I think, but whatever. But literally, other than that, of the hundreds of people that have had some input or this that and the other everybody's been like oh wow that's cool and then some of them have said i talked it over with our group and we are one well almost all of them have said we're 100 percent in we're involved use our logo here's blah 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 the ones that haven't <clears throat> have said oh i can't speak for our whole group we're involved in this other thing but i'm gonna run missions for it this is exciting and it's like hey that's beautiful this is not, we don't, we have so many groups, we don't need to like force people and crack the whip and whatever. We just need to herd the kittens, get them all moving in the right direction. I think it's going to take a day or two for people to sort of coalesce and get their stuff together. I'm, I'm picturing that next week is going to be a very, very good week for us. We're going to have some movement. We're going to be able to test for sure the first hypothesis. And if, if we expand from Shinrarda then literally week one of the project we've just proved a bunch of the people that said none of that's ever going to work we just you know we just proved them wrong and and then from then hopefully they'll shut up because it's like okay the very first thing that we were testing we proved you wrong now go away i don't want to hear from you anymore now we're going to test these other things and of them i want to be perfectly clear i think the vast majority of them will not lead to anything will not work will not whatever but then we'll know so absolutely yeah all right guys it has been awesome thank you so much for everybody in the chat thank you so much for everybody that's going to be checking this out on the elite week youtube channel just thank you so much for all the people that are going to be listening to it as a podcast and it is now fully available everywhere apple google spotify podify ludify whatever it's everywhere. It's in, all, it's in all the places that people are placing things to be placed. So, enjoy. Uh, we're going to, for the stream, we're going to just wrap it up here. For the podcast version, you're going to have a very cool so outro song. But like I said, it's going to be Miguel. i got to pull from the list. It'll be Miguel or uh, Miguel Johnson or uh, Tom Cook, Tokoso. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.